Um, and I put that we can be more active on Instagram. Yeah. Caesar did used to be like the videographer guy for our We Made It podcast, and he fell off hard. I got my job stolen from me, then I got to give it back to me. So I'm okay, confused. all right, it's my fault. You, okay. you handed it over to the Tart, and then I was like, "All right, fine." Then now it's back again. I don't understand what's going on. All right, um, but yeah, I hey man, and I don't even have the video clips. They're not with me. Where are they? In your phone, in your laptop, exactly. Don't we be- can do this right now in the air. I don't care. Don't I believe- did a pilgrimage today. Don't don't believe anything. I defend talking. my rights. Okay, um, but yeah, I think we could be more active on Instagram, yeah. um, and then we can do like more kind of interacting with people that follow us on Twitter. We don't really have fans, and there's a lot of people that don't really that follow us that don't listen to the podcast. But you know, yeah, we could do that more. I agree. Um, but yeah, we want to make sure that what we're doing is the. We already know that we have the best soccer podcast in the world, but like we want to do something that. Um, people can kind of feel like a part of as yeah, well. I think that, like I said, I think we do come up with good content, good topics, but the best. It loved. I'd love to also hear like what people also kind of want to hear about too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It'd be good to know like what do they want us to touch on. I've had people in the past kind of ask me if this is something I want to talk about on the show, and I've been like, oh yeah, maybe. But um, you know, it'd be cool to like hear like from people that actually like legit listen to you know. And, you know, usually people be like, "Oh, do you guys talk about this?" I'm like, yes. Do you talk about that? Yes. Yeah. We like, do. What, what do we not honestly talk about? Do you feel me? Okay, Caesar. Um, it's very late. Uh, we're recording the latest uh, episode we've ever done before. But just know that that's why we keep going. Look at the weeks we've done this show. We just keep on going, dog. Yeah. We no matter we, what time it is. Yeah, we've never missed a week, but uh, we are missing a loss right now. What um, a loss? <laughs> Okay, Caesar. Recently, there was a big news. Um, it was it was big news in football media. Your boy Lionel Messi. He was on the radio in Argentina on an Argentine radio station. I think it was ninety four point um, seven. Ninety four seven. The Can't wave. wave. <laughs> I just want to say also for disclaimer, I purposely actually didn't go read what he said. Because so, can, so, can, so you could because I want to hear you tell me about it, Caesar. I'm gonna go so hard right now. I'm excited. Okay, it was 94. It is 94.7. The wave. <laughs> yeah, the wave. <laughs> okay, so this is some of the quotes from uh, Messi's interview. Um, seven. All right, uh, some of the quotes from Messi's interview. He said, amongst other things, I wanted to. Okay, they all. The people questioned his silence after being eliminated from last year's World Cup by France. Uh, Messi said he wanted to forget that. He said, I wanted to distance myself from the team, let time go by and cool myself. It was painful to end the cycle this way. Um, Many people said I should not return to the national team. Family, friends, my six-year-old, Tiago, asked me, Messi, why do they kill you in Argentina, daddy? What? Um, Like, you know, like talk bad about him. Hey, man. Um, Six years old? He said that those that don't like me will have to stand me a little longer. Um, Messi said that uh, he had already achieved extraordinary things with Argentina, including a World Cup final, two Copa America finals, and that's not easy. Um, I have something to say about that. And I have a lot to say about that, but I have something to say about that. Um, He said that he doesn't need to say he loves Argentina in every instant because he expresses his passion for his home nation in another way. Um, he said he also denied that he decides who plays for the national team. He said, I've heard we've heard this about this club of friends thing for years. They say I pick the players and coaches. I basically manage the whole association. Um, but he said that's not true. And um, he said that he's had a groin injury since December Whoa. and that he's trained less and he hasn't played all the matches. I think that's cap. Honestly, I'm like, yo, dog, like you, you played a friendly against Venezuela. Like you don't have no injury. 
Um, but Caesar, he got murked. There's a lot that I want to say. Um, so and like, I have I have it written down. Honestly, like when I read this thing, and I also um, want to go through what Juan Arango of BTP Podcast, and I've seen him on other stuff. You can follow him on Twitter. I think it's Juan underscore Arango. But um, he did a, a short podcast on BTP Weekly Podcast uh, talking about this interview. And, okay, should I talk about what I had to say or should I talk about... Talk like, about what you had to say, then we'll talk about what, what he had to say. If, okay. it, if it is, if it's like... Okay, now Caesar, I got a lot here. Here's oh, what I think. It's cool. a, it's kind of a lot a little bit. Oh, God, help me see. I don't necessarily think... I know it's late, but... <laughs> Y'all can see in the video how tired Caesar is. Uh, I'm I don't think that Argentina fans care as much that Argentina be best in the world. But at least since uh, in, since 2007, there's been four Copa Americas. At least they want to be the best in South America. In those four Copa Americas, Brazil, Uruguay, and Chile won twice. So we have Brazil won, won 2007. Uruguay won 2011. In Argentina, yeah, and then Chile won two after that. At the very least, I think the Argentina fans want to be the best. They want to be able to say we're the best in South America. This all happened. Uh, oh yeah, so that, that okay. A lot of this criticism against Messi happened after a friendly against Venezuela. That's meaningless, and the, the media hyped it up. Oh my God, they lost to Venezuela three one. Whatever. I'm like, dog, it's a friendly. Like it's whatever. Like. Y'all just don't have nothing else to talk about in the media, so y'all got to hype up this friendly like it matters, and it really doesn't. Um, now, Messi said that they he's they uh, got to two Copa America finals. From what I saw, Argentina went to the 2007 Copa America final and lost to Brazil. Yes. Why is he saying only two? He played in that final. He played in that 2007 final. I looked it up. I yes, I long time ago. I mean, if you want to check right now, like I looked it up and I'm like, I think he started that game. Whoa, really? Yeah. Okay, this is what I have. In 2007, Argentina lost final of Copa America um, against Brazil. Brazil won 3-0. Messi scored twice in that tournament against Peru and Mexico. He he scored in the quarterfinal against Peru and the semifinal against Mexico. You did look it up. Huh? Damn, he did look it up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why is he saying two? He started a final in 2007. And I imagine you remember that. Yeah, I do remember this. And he did start. Number 18. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Lionel Messi. Why is he saying two? And why do people say two Copa Americas? He played, he started three Copa America finals. That's weird. He lost three Copa America finals. Why do I say two? I, they're just counting 2015, 2016. I'm like, yo, I mean... I think because he was he got, very, he got subbed out in the last minute of the match, in the ninetieth minute he got subbed. Obviously, he wasn't the Messi of now that no. he was back then, but he still started that match. Brazil's lineup is wild. Yeah, down the elbows though. There you go. I think he scored actually. No, he no? was on the bench. Okay, um, Messi. Put, oh, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. He I was hard. Yeah, I looked it up because um, I did like research for this. Messi played the Copa American in Argentina in 2011. Caesar, see, I know you were getting that joint. Messi played in the Copa America in Argentina in 2011. They lost in the quarterfinals on penalties to Uruguay. Yeah. And they only beat one team 
in the whole tournament. That team was Costa Rica. Messi did not score the entire tournament. 2011 Copa America. I think, okay, this sounds familiar. Yeah. Now This is going back down. Now, if I'm an Argentina yeah. fan, like, okay, well, 2007 you lost to Brazil. Brazil was very good back then. 2011, yo, we're playing a home team. 2011, Messi is Messi. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. He's, 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 he's Messi popping. at that point. He's yeah. like probably won the Ballon d'Or. He's already. on and popping. Yeah, I don't know if he won the Ballon d'Or. But he's he, on and popping. Yeah, but he's he's Messi. He's popping. They lost in the quarterfinals to Uruguay. Uruguay won in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Okay, they got a right to be mad. Messi did not score the entire tournament. But, to also to be fair, that Uruguay team was kind of dope too. But still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They did have what Goldilocks was his name? Uh, Diego uh, Forlan. Forlan, sick name. Yeah. And uh, Cavani did play too. He didn't score in Copa America. He's never scored so in Copa probably America. probably chilling actually. over there somewhere too. Oh, he was balling out. 2015, they lost the final. So what about scores? Cavani? He did, he's never scored in Copa America. Wow. He's uh, garbage. <laughs> yeah. They had the two best goals in the World Cup. Um, 2015, Argentina lost in the final to Chile on penalties. Um, they lost. It was 0 0 and went to penalties. 2016, same thing. It went to uh, penalties on 0-0, and Chile won. Yeah. I think uh, Messi scored five goals that tournament. Okay. It's really good. Against Three against Panama, <laughs> one against Venezuela, oh. and one against United States. Okay, never mind. Thank you. <laughs> what, um, what, what, what? Go ahead, continue. Okay. Both five International were... Messi's a funny dude. Yo, He's a funny now, dude. And, and that's what I'm going to get into Juan Arango. That's what I'm going to get into him, because thank you for saying that. Both USA, Panama, and Venezuela. Three against Panama. Hat trick. All combined for zero World Cups. What? <laughs> negative zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Negative zero. Both finals against Chile. Okay. Off top, nobody can question that Argentina had the better starting 11. Absolutely. You cannot argue that. That team was stuck. You cannot. Act. Both 2015 and 2016. Stacked. Stacked although, although Chile was playing better than Argentina. Absolutely. Chile's form was incredible. Yes, but... Argentina had the better starting eleven, and you also have the quote unquote best player in the world. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, uh, Chile, uh, Chile. I mean, they probably deny it, but they for sure would want to swap teams. That team is stacked. Exactly. Come now, on. any Chilean would be like, yeah, "I'd rather have Argentina's team than our team." Now, here's like <laughs> the thing, dog. Go, this is going to get into one, what Juan Arango was saying. Messi has started four final. He started the World Cup. I didn't even talk about the World Cup because. My my hypothesis or whatever, my thesis is whoa, that whoa, whoa. the Argentine fans, I don't think they're tripping as much to say we won the World Cup. They want to at least be like we won Copa America. You know what I'm saying? You think so? At least. You think so? Like, I think they can forgive Messi if he won one of those Copa Americas. What I got to say is, um, after we got interrupted right there, Messi's started four international finals of important uh, uh Finals at tournaments, three Copa Americas. For some reason, people forget 2007. Yeah, um, I guess it was because before Obama got elected, um, before the internet was created. Yeah, and one World Cup final. Here's my thing though, because people are acting like yo, you should get so much credit for that. Nobody cares about the Buffalo Bills. Nobody cares about the Buffalo. Bills. Big facts. The Bills went to four Super Bowls. They lost to the Redskins, the Giants, and the Cowboys twice. 
Nobody cares. No one man, man. That almost that almost Bills team. That was memorable. They're just like they're just like glorified losers, yeah. and they're just lost to the the the. Oh man, they but like, literally, literally you said it. They're glorified losers. Yeah. So kind of like, what does that make your experience on the on the our team have been? I'm not saying that I'm not calling him a glorified loser, but I'm just saying. But like, you kind of are. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that's what the Bills are. But I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a big accomplishment to go to four finals. And lose all four. Like, I don't think... That's not an accomplishment to me. Now, I want to get into what Juan Arango was saying. Now, you know I got to come with the details and the facts. This is B2B Weekly Podcast. He did it. He recorded it on the... Um, well, it was uploaded March 29, 2019. The title of it was Messi Strikes Back. And uh, he refers to it as one of the most powerful interviews of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're texting. He was, uh, he. I got to keep it real. Um, he was driving while he was recording it. Show some dedication there. Um, he he mentions that he's not an insider when it comes to um, the Argentine Federation. And I, I appreciate him saying that. Now, here's one, one of his quotes. He says, and, and you tell me what you think, because I've been talking a lot. A lot. Uh, <laughs> Corns and neighbors. <laughs> I guess, seriously. Um he said that if anyone in any other part of the world were able to get to three finals, once again, he says three, I don't know why. He said, you would, you would have some sort of respect. Um, and he says in Argentina, if, if you lose, you're a failure. What do you think about that? You know what? If any, any, okay, any okay, other okay, player, okay. Like, any just, part of the this, world. Like, I think there's just kind of like unfair to kind of make that claim about what the, what the perception in Argentina is because like, well, he's saying they don't respect Messi because he's never won a tournament. No, no, but you can't say on the basis that, you know, like as if like you've had circumstances, like you've had evidence over the years that all these people that have reached finals have always been treated as losers. I feel like to make a statement like that and you need to base it on like, you almost say like in Argentinian culture, basically like in Argentina, that's what it is. I don't think they've had, they've only had another person in history that was similar to Messi and that was Maradona. But he won. So yeah. you don't have anything to compare and analyze. So unless your comparison is that one person is successful and they liked him and one person has not been successful in the national team and they didn't like him, I don't think it's very fair. I don't think that's fair to Messi. I don't think it's fair to Messi to say that. And I don't think it's fair to put that on there. So I think it's more like you need to be saying that. Um, 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 and also, like, actually, no, continue. Because you said Arthur, his earlier point was that if it was anybody else in the world, they would be uh, uh, like there would be some sort revered, of revered respect. Um, but look, man. Look, man. Like, there's no example. And like, 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 what? Like, what other big player look, went to four or five in history? In history, we talk about we. If it's like, if this is somehow a conjunction to like the Ronaldo thing, it's like you. That's such a reach to me because I'm like, you can't even historically compare the two countries in terms of a, a success on an international level, the talent pool, and everything. Ronaldo's been to two finals. He won one. Yeah. He, at the Euros, he did. He he lost. They lost in two thousand four. I want to say it was. Granted, and they, he got attacked by Payet, but he was there and he won. What do you mean Payet in the final? No, no, I'm talking about what in two thousand four they lost. Mm-hmm. And, and I never forgot. First of all, I'll never get that old four loss. Yeah, they, they, he's been wild. in two finals, two mm-hmm. international tournament finals, and at the same time, the Portuguese fans. I don't think they're they don't need to win a World Cup. But Ronaldo they, Ronaldo could have won his whole career and not even like sniffed a final. And then it'd be like, well, you know, you yeah, know, you know what country. it is. Look what's around him. Yeah, exactly. But two finals, one one. Yeah, 
obviously he obviously he got injured in that final, but he's part of that team. This is my thing though. Like what what I don't understand like what Messi what 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 in in our, our period of history we're talking about Messi's career. Mm-hmm. Especially in, let's talk about international and not even Barcelona not even Barcelona, like mm-hmm. international. Where is it the point where we need to start empathy, is having sympathy for him? I don't understand, really. Because because let's keep it real. If he wants to play this, oh, if it feels anybody else. If it feels anybody else in any other country that, that did his star level that left the team, they would have got obliterated. Trash. Trash. If we're, even if Ronaldo walked anybody, away, anybody. Ronaldo would have been like, really? Anybody. Neymar would have got anybody. And Neymar probably would have lost his citizenship. <laughs> Here Now, here's the thing, too. He says that if this anybody other any other player got to three finals, you would have some yeah. sort of respect, even though they lost those finals. He's saying in Argentina, if you lose, you're a failure. But let's not forget something. I'd be remembering things. You do. And when he said that, I was like, but wait a minute, that Copa America 2015. Do don't we remember? Messi refusing the player of the tournament award. He did. He refused that tournament because he, that award because he knows that second place don't matter. No. He knows that. He knows that. He didn't want the accolades. Messi. He didn't want the accolades of being the best player because they lost the tournament. What? So even Messi, I don't want to hear about oh just getting to the final matters so much. It didn't matter for Messi. He refused the award. Me- Messi doesn't want your sympathy. I don't think so. He doesn't want it, and I'll keep. Well, it actually, he did kind of say something. No, but he didn't want his sympathy. He he wants okay. He wants he wants what he feels like is more respect for yeah. the international level. But I don't think that means that in the moment of what happened and the results of those matches, he yeah. wants sympathy for losing. No, he doesn't want that because I think what makes him so great is not only does he have like this natural talent, basically. Yeah. Is that he's a competitor? Yeah. He is a winner. Yeah. He's a guy that at the end of the game, everybody's freaking the hell out at what's probably going to happen right now. So the simple fact that he couldn't make that magic happen in the one moment that happened, which was the final four times, four to four times, it just like you you like it. He doesn't. You don't need to be like. You don't need to be like if it was anybody else, and you don't be like, oh, he did perfectly fine. No, he did it. I just want to. He wanna... puts on that jersey, dog, with the white and blue stripes, and there's goddamn stars on it, and none of them stars are because of him. And he, and if it doesn't happen next one, he's gonna have to live with that forever. And, and my thing is, like, and I know it's gonna kill him because he has a squad. And, and my thing is like, why is it? Why isn't it? Okay to say he's the best club player of all time. If you want to say he's the best, player, you know why? Because because player. because the factuation towards praising Messi is so high that it encompasses everything. Yeah, and I think that there's also nothing wrong with saying that Messi is one of the greatest players in the world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Club or national, he's one of the greatest players in the world. Him being on a club doesn't make him not the greatest player in the world. But you can very much say that at the cl- at the national level, he his him and his Messi and the Argentine national team did not perform. Yeah. They did not win. Yeah, I feel you. Here's another... You want to go hard? Go ahead. No, no. I, I just want to say this quote because we're both tired. <laughs> um, um, so uh, mad. Yeah, and you're and you're still mad. Arango said, yeah. um, we're talking about the all-time leading score for his national team and for one of the greatest teams ever. Mm-hmm. I got to disagree. Trophies make you the best. You're, wait, wait, wait. wait. He, said, he said, we're talking about Messi. He said, we're talking about the, basically saying like, Messi doesn't get his respect. He's saying, we're talking about the all-time leading score for his national team and one and for one of the greatest teams ever. It was one great. Greatest teams ever? Like the national teams. So, but, but, they're, but they're great when they're winning. 
Like, well, no, 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 win. no. Honestly, what is which? Which one is it, dog? Which one is it? I'm, I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, when they won the World Cup or whatever, like, yeah, that's when they're great. Yeah. But like, when you don't win it, your team isn't great. It's good. No one ever. Uh, look, let's keep it real. Let's use Brazil as an example. You can say that your favorite team was probably the 06 Brazil team because it had a lot of the combination of the 02 winners and the next stars, yeah. Adriano, Kaka. But they're not the best team ever. Yeah, like best now, numbers, but now, now, yeah, but yeah, the old, yeah, the old team, best team was the 02 team. That yeah. team was had everybody and they won. Yeah. They won the trophy. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. Like, they hoisted and, that joint. And here's another thing, too. Nobody thought Argentina was going to win 2018 World Cup. Nobody was like, oh, wait, watch out for Argentina. Oh. Yeah, this last one. Nobody. You know what? Absolutely. I mean, look, 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 they, look, look. Let's keep it real. If you thought that 18 Argentina was going to win the World Cup, you no, definitely no. don't watch. No. And you haven't been following the last no. two years. Yeah, exactly. Because it's been Because they it's barely been dicey. got into the they World Cup. Bar- they, they got in there because... Mm, yeah, exactly. Ecuador, um, what was going on, dog? He, he, said, <laughs> he said this, too. I mean... You know, honestly, like, I get it. You want to cape for, like, your favorite player, your big player of yours or whatever. But, like, some of this stuff, like, and I'm down for that. I get it. But I got to talk about it. Like, like, my thing is just, like, I'm down to always entertain a a well, a well, like, a well thought out or, like, well versed argument for a player or for some reason. If I had legit, if those, like, it needs to be more factual than dropping the, and missing out on one of the Copa Americas that he that no one's counting. It needs to be uh, more than just. Understand. It means to be more just being like, oh well, in the in Argentina, if you don't win, like I don't need that. I want to see like it needs to be on paper for me, and I need to be like, well, you know that that you are right about that. Yeah. This makes sense. That's how an argument. The argument has to have legit things yeah. to argue your point. And obviously, like I'm not listening to Argentine media to no, know like, what they're talking like. But but it doesn't matter because the people in the media just cap and look. And look, if anybody Argentina media. media is making that statement, like oh. Well, is, you know, you have to win to be. You have to get more than second. But I'm like, oh, that, that, if you listen to him, you're lame. Like that's not how it goes. Yeah, well, yeah, media is there to be controversial. But okay, anyway, he says this about Messi. You're not going to be a prophet in your own land. So he's saying that, like, well, maybe because, like, you know, Messi's so good, but like the people in Argentina are like bound to hate him because you're not going to be a prophet in your own land. And I'm just like. I don't think Maradona or Pele or Brazilian Ronaldo or CR7 or Buffon feel that way. They've hoisted the trophies and they're going to be profits. Pele is a legend. People in Brazil love him. He won the trophies. He's old as dust now, but like he's won the trophies. Brazilian Ronaldo hoisted those trophies. So he's a prophet in his own biggest, The biggest word that Brazilian national team players say when they put the jersey on is orgulho. Oh, good. It means it, it means like it's like a pride, like it's mm-hmm. an honor, it's a privilege to put this shirt on. So when you reference that word, that word means that it's an honor for me to wear this and represent you guys. That mindset already can can make somebody who's the best basically become a prophet of their country. Like they're gonna look at this guy and be like, look at him wearing our what, what, kid, what? millions of kids are looking like. You can't ever. We're not, Brazilian Ronaldo never thought that. Exactly. There's no but, way. And, and why? Because he hoisted There's the no trophy. Yeah. He hosted the trophy. Cafu, Cafu, they, the they, greatest Brazilian captain of all time. Yeah. He when when you're the best player on the team yeah. and you raise the trophy yeah. for your nation. 
then you get the prophethood. No, of course. He's not going to be a prophet. You don't get prophethood out to people who don't I'm, voice the choice. Yeah, you don't get prophethood for getting Honestly, second like, place. Honestly, like, say what you want about Maradona, but it's, like, disrespectful to him to do otherwise. Like, to say, to, 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 to say, like, oh, like, even, like, oh, Messi, but this and that. I'm like, well, the guy brought this cut, this star to your jersey. Yeah. Uh, and, by, and the, I, by the I, will of a beautiful people's elbow. And I don't know what, what people in Argentina feel about Maradona, but, like, he still gets a lot of he, peace. He'll, no, no matter that he will, he will get that respect. He, he earned yeah. that respect, and yeah. he'll get that respect. Yeah. So and, and I'm like, yeah, like Messi's not gonna get it until he races the trophy it, it, and that's how look, it is. It and, and a player that's how you feel too. When, that's when how you, you should feel. When a player is liked or favorite or coveted as much as Messi is, you're not allowed to have both sides. No. You either get to put him on the plateau and hold him responsible at the plateau, or you get or you bring him down lower and let other people who've accomplished more get on top. Yeah. You can't be like, Oh, he's up here and then like list off excuses <laughs> onto why he's still there even yeah. though he didn't accomplish this, this, this. Exactly. It doesn't work like that no, in life. That and, that, and if that was how he even lived his life he wouldn't be the competitor he yeah. is today that's why we're never going to say Charles Barkley is better than Tim Duncan I'm sorry I don't care like, we're not going to say Charles no, Barkley is better You're than never Tim gonna Duncan because they're both really good and they both do amazing things but this guy won chips I, do, I, do, I don't want to hear what teams you play I don't care no I don't care no you didn't win them I I heard them people in Spain cheer for David Villa David Villa was 35 years old playing at NYCFC he got up off the bench to warm up. They, they went crazy. cheered for him because he's. I don't know. I don't know if it was him. No, Iniesta scored that goal, but he was like part of them team. He scored that, hella goals in the no, World Cup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he's part of the team that hoisted the. Hey, have you ever seen someone of them goals? He's a baller. Christ. But <laughs> this is a dude. He's thirty something years old. He hasn't been called up for years. He's playing it. It was actually beautiful. He got up on really the bench and they cheered for they him. He's a prophet in his own land. Iniesta is Catalon- is from Catalonia. Them people, the Spanish people, they cheer for Iniesta because he's a prophet in his own land because he lifted the trophy. So, no, it's not like, oh, you're not going to be a prophet in your own land. When you lift the trophy, people are going to give you your props. If Messi wins his 2019 in Copa America, like he's going to get it, his props this, finally. The argument almost sounds like, hey, a lot of the other... The rest of the world acknowledges Messi for everything he's done. Come on, Argentina, you need to also. No, because and Argentina need, is like, well, that's great that out there and and where he's played his whole life outside of our country, yeah. he's accomplished so much. Yeah. But when he comes back home, he's not bringing home none to us. They're so like, what's really going on here? Like, and I can, I can, I'm not even Argentina. I've never prayed to God, never want to be. I, 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 I can, I can respect, I can even respect that mentality absolutely. because it's like this is my countryman and. I defend, he, and they probably watch. They probably watch all the games. Caesar, you know, if you, you know Argentina, Barcelona's Argentina audience is crazy. Caesar, you know that when your team, your national team, has been in four finals, that's insane. You're on edge. You can't wait to celebrate. You can't wait to have the parade. They lost four times with this dude. It, 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 I, I can't. So yeah, that, that's how I feel. Um, he meant, and he also towards the end, he says that the negative things about Messi, that me, negative. Stuff gets exasperated when it's when it's about Messi, and I don't really feel that way. But I don't know about the Argentine media. Maybe that's the case in Argentina media. But I just want to say, say this and say this. Messi got in that interview and he spoke his mind. That's good. But people have to realize that, like, when somebody criticizes Messi's international career, it's not because you hate Messi necessarily. Some people hate Messi, but. I'm not saying criticism doesn't like, mean you hate somebody. I'm just either. saying that there's been four finals where you started and you lost all four, three Copa Americas and one World Cup. You, 
I can't give you like goat international status if you lost World Final. I don't care what you did. You can't. I just I'm just saying it can't be it can't be one or the other. Like I I mean it has to be one. Yeah, exactly. You can't be like oh like he's the best of all time. Oh it's it's not his team. It's not him that lost. He's not him. He's an individual. And then credit him for all of Barcelona's wins. You can't you can't do that because if you're going to apply the team aspect, you need to stay consistent with the team aspect. If you're going to apply the individual stature aspect, you got to keep it with that. So so you need to be like and if you saying that the team was like whack, I'm like you just don't watch Argentina. You don't like you don't watch soccer. That team is loaded to the brim. It has been all the time. Like literally like and like literally they roll people off the bench. I never see them like, "Oh wow, this guy starts at like like Serie A. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? As Herman Edwards said, what? and it applies to all sports, you play, play to, to win, win the game. game. That's all that you matters. You play to win you, the game. That's all that, that matters. That's all facts. winning. That's all you facts. win the game. Like, we can talk to her blue in the face about uh, Higuain should have got that penalty. Emmanuel Neuer kicked him in the face. <clears throat> it ain't going to give them the Argentina the trophy. Doesn't even guarantee that they win the penalty and win the sports. I was matter. just trying to help them out on that one. I was it, like, "Look, man, yeah, that, yeah." It should have been I wasn't chanting for either country, but I was like, "You kind of deserve yeah. that." That was an attack, but <laughs> you you win. That's yeah. it. That's what matters. And, I that, agree. And, and, and if you care about your fans, the fans, the people that love you, you you're winning for them. But if you don't win, they're not going to show you no love. What if you're from Argentina? You're a Real Madrid fan. You're like, "Look, I hate you on a club level. Win something for the country, though. Don't lose four finals." Anyway. Um, Caesar, you know, here we made a podcast. We got to talk about the real stuff going on. Sadly, once again, I don't like to do this every I, time. Honestly, I'm so over it. I'm over talking about racism in football. I'm over it. It's I really don't want to do it's it. It's exhausting. Can y'all relax in the world? <laughs> I don't want to do it. Come on. But let's get into this. Um, there was a racist monkey chance aimed at your boy, um, the best damn celebration. I love Oh, oh I thought you were going to say that, the best Whoa. striker. Dude, uh, chill out. <laughs> the best striker. Right, Your boy, Mo- Moise King. Do you remember when me and Tessie was sending uh, texts back about him all the time? Yeah, when he was like 16. Yeah. yeah. Pause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, there were some monkey chants. They played um, against uh, Cagliotti, um, and the fans were making racist chants towards him. Uh, a little bit about Moise King. He was born in Italy. His parents are from the Ivory Coast. Um, his parents have been in... Almost had a good one. What? Ivory Coast almost had a good one. Oh. <laughs> what is he, though? No, he's born, he's born in Italy. He's born in Italy, dog. This dude selling out. No, I'm not. His parents have been in Italy at least since, at least since 1993, because he does have an older brother who's been, who was born in Italy in 1993, and that brother plays football as well, um, mm. but the highest he's ever played is Serie C. Um, <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> uh, Moise Keen is 19 years old. He was born in the year 2000. Um, Jesus and he's played, Christ! Yeah, two thousand. Yes, and he's played in at Juve, and he played on loan at Verona. I want to say last year. Hell is Verona, whatever. Um, but your boy Bonucci had to say that um, Keen knows that when he scores a goal, he has to focus on celebrating with his teammates. He knows he could have done something differently too. There were racist jeers after the goal. Blaze heard it and was angered. I think the blame is fifty fifty. This is Benucci saying that because Moise shouldn't have done that and the curva should not have reacted that way. We are professionals. We have we have to set the example and not provoke anyone. Oh, yeah. You were turned up about it. You had an Instagram post about it, Caesar. Let's get it cracking. Like, I always think it's funny that there's people in this world that are so damn racist 
that the first thing that comes to their head is like, oh, um, um, you know, it's it's your fault too that you angered these people. Like, like, what am I provoking? Like a bunch of mongrels? Like, what? Like, like they're human beings and they're making disgusting uh, uh, actions and 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 you know, racist, uh, you know, whatever ter- terms and screaming towards me. Like, like, what, what? When the minute that Moises walked on that pitch, what did he do to provoke them? Well, well, the, well the you con- know what he did. To, you know what he did to provoke them. He was black. Yeah, he was black. That's what provoked them. So you know what, Bonucci got to say. Bonucci should have said instead, if he wanted to keep it real in his fake ass post, would be like, well, he provoked them fifty fifty. He 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 knew that they were being racist, and he was black, so it just all added up perfectly. So it's fifty fifty. It's his fault for being black, and that's why this is going down. Fucking idiot! I can't believe that. And it's no, no, I'm not done. Whatever, like, 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 and the thing is, is you talk about setting an example. This is a goddamn 19 year old kid. He's 19 years old. He started playing. He was playing. Me and Tessie was talking about him when he was 16. He's already been thrusted into playing in front of Juventus, who previously, uh, 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 who was already the club he's wearing, who already got in trouble in the past for messing with Balotelli back in the day. So this he's playing for that team, repping them, giving them a chance to actually have to have another star, a, a, a black Italian player that's going to be a, hopefully one day a star for their team. It's just funny to me that a man in his late thirties or whatever the hell age he is is trying to tell a nineteen year old who's getting people calling, doing monkey chants and throwing shit at him how he's supposed to act in that situation. If that's a teaching moment for you, if you care about teaching somebody, you set him aside afterwards. You talk to him about look, man, the media. look, man, look, man. Uh, they're gonna do that regardless. You doing this is not gonna change how they behave. What you're going to do is you might provoke them, and then it might get violent, and you might get hurt, and it might get bad, and it could be worse. When you could just celebrate with us, hug us, we'll do this together, and we'll keep playing. That's a teaching moment. Yeah. Now you go in the media and say 50-50, idiot. Like, shut up. Honestly, like, that's re- like you're just like, like, you're so racist that you low-key enjoyed doing that. That's what it was. You Loki enjoyed doing it. Look, it was my turn to get it. Let, my, let, me, let, me go, let me go show love to that. All right. What up? What's good, y'all? Well, good night. <laughs> Benucci um, shows. Okay, this is what I have to put. I wonder if they were doing those, uh, doing some racist chants towards uh, Pjanic, if he would have said the same thing. Because Pjanic is Muslim, and he plays for Bosnia, and he's a Muslim dude. I wonder if they were saying stuff about him. They, if he would say that he's a terrorist or he's Al Qaeda or he's something or he did nine eleven. Well, Bruno Chapar would have felt that he provoked it by just no, no, being I, no, no. I think that he would have a problem with it. I think he would be like, "That's messed up." Or if they were saying anti stuff, anti Croatian stuff about Mandzukic, I think he would have a problem if they were doing stuff against another player that the, wasn't black. The, 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 They're used to that. The, it's 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 always fine to. To be exhausted of racist actions towards people of specific color in this world, it's it's always it's always it seems so exhausting for people to have to watch others be be belittled and and and, and, and you know derogatory terms said to them and racist words mm-hmm. said to them. So the first thing you do is, well, you shouldn't have got them started. That 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 kind of racist mentality, whether you think it's you're being racist or not, you're being you like literally you're being racist and you're not helping the cause. Helping the cause isn't by calling out the people who did it and, and taking off 50% of the goddamn blame from them and putting it on the 19-year-old kid. And he didn't he, he didn't even went hard. He didn't, he didn't throw a middle finger up. He didn't do nothing. No. He, just, he literally stood there in front of him. And to me, that was like, I'm sorry. Bonucci may call that provoking. To me, that moment was beautiful. 
Because if I'm a... Because they were saying that they were doing the chants before that. Yeah, they were crazy loud. Yeah. I watched part of that video. Dude, the audio, you can hear it in the audio on the TV. You're louder than I was. Before. I don't care. Yeah, the thing is, is like you get to that moment and like let's just look at this as like a father. Like my, I'm watching my son on TV and this is going down. Mind you, I saw a picture of his mom be going to the game, so that made me kind of sad knowing that his mom be going to these games and stuff wearing a scarf all repping and this is going down. She knows good. Yeah, she knows what's good, but can you imagine like that's your son that in that moment and that's what he did? I'd be proud. I'd be like, look, like like he, you showed him was good because what's one we think t- one thing we talk about? It's like in these moments, like the best thing you can do rather than go in there and fight somebody is go score, right? Go score, show them was good. Do, do the monkey chance all you want, but guess what? I still score. He did it. He's well, like he's like you do all that. I'm I'm still he literally you, did he literally did that. I'm still here. But you, you didn't know. make me walk away from the pitch. You didn't make me cry because they they want to see that. They want to see him walk away. They want to see him cry. They want to see him leave all upset and everybody. But your boy did that. And, and, I know, but that's what they want. So he stood there and was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm here. Well, another thing too is like, yo, you're Cagliari. Like, what, dude, the Juve's not supposed to score against you? Like, of course you're going to lose this Juve. You, you're Cagliari. You were having, you were having a milk protest and you're the farmers. Oh, you think got upset he got scored, they got scored on? No, I'm saying like, why are you like mad? You're Cagliari, you're, you're a small club. It's Juventus. You want to know why they're mad? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying like, of course they're going to score you. So it's not like, oh, they're mad because he scored. They're mad because they're, they're racist. This is the club that had a milk protest, and the farmers came to the club to demand the team speak out again in this milk protest. And this black podcast talked about that. And this is how y'all repay us. How dare you? We, we You made them deep to the depths, the depths I, of the I earth talked about for their a damn milk protest. Damn milk protest and not a goddamn labor. so listen to. Probably our lowest download episode ever because the milk protest was on it. Whatever. And then this is how they repay I'm us. I'm pro-labor. Okay, now, did you hear about the uh, racist coming to the Strasbourg game? I just want to wait until you tell me that his celebration is cool, but go ahead. Well, I didn't see it, it's but really cool. I've literally never seen like it. It's kind of fresh. I've literally never seen him play. It's kind of fresh. Um, what, uh, did you hear about the Strasbourg thing? No. Okay, I'm going to tell you in a second. But, Benucci did a, did backtrack his comments. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say that... Um, he my, said, he my wrote, bad, he, I'm racist. <laughs> he wrote Oops. on Instagram, he said, after 24 hours, I want to clarify my feelings. I was interviewed right at the end of the game, and my words have been clearly uh, misunderstood. No, they weren't. <laughs> you, we didn't misunderstand you. Everybody else in the world isn't stupid, and you're smart. That's I hate when I hear that. Yeah. I was misunderstood. No, no, no. You go back and you say, hey... What I said earlier was wrong. Yeah. That was racist, and it was a mistake of mine. Let me re re. Let me backtrack. Now you talked a lot this episode. You talked a whole lot. Let me talk too. Go ahead. He <laughs> he said, uh, and my words have been clearly misunderstood, probably because I was too hasty in the way I expressed my thoughts. Hours and years wouldn't be enough to talk about this topic. Right. I firmly condemn all forms of racism and discrimination. Mm-hmm. The abuses are not acceptable at all, and this must not be misunderstood. Unless it's fifty fifty. I guess Raheem Sterling had said something about it. He said, um, Raheem Sterling on... Raheem Sterling be going hard lately. Hold on. Raheem Sterling said, uh, all you can do now is laugh. What do you mean? Memphis, why, why do you say like that? Memphis DePay said, I'm, uh, tweeted to Benucci, I'm disappointed in your reaction. We will not be quiet. Hashtag, say no to racism. Damn, why are you um, can you imagine like, and, you're a dude that's talking to people or tweeting you saying, we will not be silenced? Jesus. Well, I think I provoked some people. Your boy. <laughs> to ever get in your mentions, hashtag, like mentioning to yourself, to you, 
Hashtag say no to racism. We will not be silenced. You can't look at your phone and feel more like a dictator until that moment happens. Well, here comes your boy Balotelli with the veiled threats. Uh, he said the best way to respond to racism. Um, he said, bravo. Benucci is lucky that I wasn't there. Instead of defending you, he does this. I am shocked. Balotelli with the veiled threats. Um, Who you got in that faith, though? Who you got in that faith? Balotelli with Benucci? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Balotelli. Um, uh, um, I am um, <laughs> just like just like Bonucci, but I won't take back my statement. And say that everybody racist. misunderstood it. Allegedly racist. There's a crime out there. Ba- I don't Balotelli wanna... in in like the past has had like Moisey send like a bunch of Instagram posts in the past, so he's hung out with him. So I think he likes a kid. Are they one way? Or does Moisey doesn't back too? He doesn't back too. Okay, well, I don't know. Damn, <laughs> what you think this is? <laughs> you know, honestly, community, homie. Here's my thing though. Why is it all black players saying this? Honestly. Where's Eden Hazard? No, I, I think... I Wait, think no, no. Where's Eden Hazard? I, on the, Where's KDB? Well, actually, I go, think go, go. I think from whatever you're reading, they're only grabbing the back player. Yeah, folks. but yo, I'm going to keep, keep it right. No, wait, just wait. Just wait before you attack. Because these dudes are... The, the social grabbers are only grabbing from them because everybody just wants to hear what the black guys think about Tell this. me the white player that did it. I'm, on that post, I did see top comments from, like, Piano Chanel, like, putting, like, 100 and stuff like that, too. On, on the on the post where, where Moisey's post, like say, like, say no to racism, whatever, like, on his post... Pjanic then was what did post on there. Hold on, Caesar. Did you say Pjanic and them or Pjanic? Pjanic and uh, I didn't look at everybody, but I remember seeing Pjanic though because I hate okay. Them. But Caesar, I want to hear some. Non- well, you're not going to hear that. Okay, well, then, then nothing's going to happen. No, it's not. And, 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 Who told you it was going to be good after this? I mean, we, it's probably going to get worse. Can we fight each other for racism? I will never. You you okay? Caesar's distracted. Yo, new priorities. Yo, don't for, ever forget. Um... I want to see the non-black players saying some stuff about this. And what we have... (laughs) That's what you get. And dude, what is it, Funny Bone? (laughs) What we've said here on We Made a Podcast is implement trans... Camera? (laughs) Implement trans... This is a shitty episode. (laughs) It's really not, but like... No, it is because I'm I'm like sad. I wanted to go really hard, but I got influenced. It is very late. It's very late and I got attacked by my neighbors. Yeah. But we've said to implement transfer bans, that's how you will see the end of this. If you want to end it, talk about transfer bans. Or why don't you get Messi and Ronaldo and uh, uh, Eden Hazard and uh, uh, and uh, uh, Mourinho and these people to be like, yo, we, wanna, we nah, wanna... I want to... I want, nah, I want to go harder. I don't, want, I don't want Hazard... I want Thomas Muller. I want oh, yeah. Schweinsteiger. I want. This is interesting. I saying want. These German I people. want. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I want Brody sometimes. Okay, I'm down. Only certain episodes. I want. Um. I. I want. I want Michael Bradley right there in the front talking. Yeah. The stars, though. Yeah. I want to see them saying. Yeah, like, I don't Yo, want, Can like, we get an end to this? Yeah, please? I don't want like Ledgate or something like that. Some rando. I didn't say him, but okay. <laughs> I said Messi and Ronaldo. I want Mueller. I Caesar, want. Let me what's tell that you, dude in the goal? You're racist, dog. You're racist against German people. Okay, Caesar. I want Kimmich. Let me, let me tell you what happened today. This is crazy. This is Wednesday, uh, April 4th. Well, actually. Today's not April 4th. Actually, no. It's actually. We're, we, and that was Thursday, <laughs> actually. It was. It's, we started recording on Wednesday, April 3rd, but now it's Thursday, April 4th. Um, Caesar's not paying attention, though. Caesar, today in Ligue 1, mm-hmm. Strasbourg was playing Rem. The commentator for BN, Caesar's not listening. This is, I can hear the commentator being chill out. Named Daniel Bravo caused controversy with the remark, but was 
immediately forgiven by the league on striker that he offended. French pundit Daniel Bravo said, um, uh, Nuno da Costa scored a goal. Angry. Go ahead. Scored a goal, and then Bravo said that the goal was not bad for a black guy. He said that on the air. He said that on the air. He really said that. The comment caused immediate controversy in France with being rapidly issued an apology for the remark. Uh, being went on Twitter and Can issued... you imagine the back room being like, well, okay. Well, or they're probably I'm, just like, or they're probably just like, well, what happened? Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not done yet. Of Bravo course. was also quick to make amends as he met with Da Costa, the player he offended after the match. Da Costa immediately issued a statement offering forgiveness to the pundit. Oh, the player. I'm going to show Damn, you. I don't want to hear you read all the time. <laughs> um, da Costa immediately issued a statement for offering forgiveness to the pundit as he took to Twitter to defend and, and what he saw a one-time mistake. And they took a picture together. Um, da Costa said in the tweet, no worries, a slip of the tongue happens. He works too much. Be in, stop the games in the middle of the week, please. And I guess that's like supposed to be a joke. Um, this he, uh, da Costa plays for a Cape Ver- uh, Veggie uh, National Team. Oh, that's cool. Couple veggies. I'm like, well, you know what, Caesar? Maybe it's not that serious, actually. Maybe we're being extra because this player, the dude was racing to you, and you immediately go and be like, no, it's all good. I don't really care. I'm like, well, damn, maybe we're that, doing... That's where your conclusion is? You know what? <laughs> that's are... your conclusion. Well, Caesar, he went and forgave him automatically. Okay. That's, that, that's not how it goes, so man. So tell me how it goes. That's not how it goes. Really? No, I'm... I really? Because just this, just cause this are dude... Are you yelling at me or him? Cause you, because... Come on, dog. I I might, say... I, you know what? I'll be by myself in this. <laughs> See this? I'll stay alone. I don't need you. <laughs> See, you're being really aggressive, and I'm not the one who banged on the damn thing. I'm going to go knock on that door. Okay, but please be nice to me. In the spirit. But yeah, so a lot of racist stuff going on, and we're going to talk you, about it. We made a you, podcast, you, you although really, we're over you it. You really think that... No, I was being sarcastic. No, I know, though. but I'm saying, like, I know what you mean. No, no, I was, I'm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like, the thing is, is like, it sucks that, like, when you bring awareness and talk about these topics, you kind of, like, stop. it never, it, 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 like, look the feature song, it never stopped. And it sucks because it's, like, it's great to bring awareness, but you just wait that awareness brings about change at some damn point. Because we're the only ridiculous. ones that have thought of a and, real and you solution. Can't even, you can't even be like over oh, the podcast like, just because it's two black guys to talk about uh, the uh, talk about just like uh, no, but the they're writing guys. about it. Yeah, they're writing about it, and we talked about the Anne Frank thing. Heavy duty. See, we we about, went hard. We I, talked I, about I, I, this. Has never been a, this has never been about picking sides on, no, on a certain no, color. We, this has been about making making everybody get along and just play some goddamn soccer together without some stupid racism going on. We talked about Zlatan saying Zlatan has been. You accused. were hard about the Zlatan media thing. I remember that. Yeah, he's he accused the uh, Swedish media of racism. We talked about with uh, Son from Tottenham uh, being treated with racism. We, it's it's rampant in the sport and it needs to go out. So people, do, people honestly, you talk to American people that don't know that much about soccer, they'd they, they be like, damn, they're hella racist. Like, that's <laughs> they like, talk about. They'd be like, oh, they're uh, racist, yo. They threw it a banana. Like, you don't want it to be known for that. But whatever. Maybe some people just don't care. Like, Wait, what, like why Nuna, did you like so I'm gonna talk to him later. Yeah, because uh, he just he's like, oh no, it's all good. You can say that. Yeah, like, 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 like kind of pull like down. But just saying, be like, no, it's messed up. 
Caesar, I'm sorry, I'm after guard. Maybe they, maybe they have Caesar. Out. You think that he would say something about? You know it? what? I just oh, think no. it's whack that he, he he made jokes after too. Caesar, you think he would say that about another group of people? You think it would just be all good if he said that? I, I, I'm hoping. What if he made some anti-Semitic comments? Damn, I was just trying to be ambiguous. No, but... I don't want to be ambiguous. Why? <laughs> this is I, you know how deep we're in this podcast. This is over. I want. I want, <laughs> we've already been canceled. <laughs> I want to hear. Okay, one. I want to see if there's going to be any kind of suspension or something like that. Why, do, why can't we get his goddamn salary going hard over here? Anyway, um, he 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 said not bad for a black player. On as long as I've been Rio's planet, I've never even made a joke like that in in a, in, in a work setting in general. I don't even gonna, commentate on TV. Caesar, you think you you, you, you let me slip with how you really be talking at the crib? <laughs> Can you imagine? It's uh, not bad for a black player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine hearing that live? I'd be like, fire him, please. <laughs> like, you're fired, I'd be like, right? I'm, I'd be like, I'm not watching the rest of the match until this is fixed. Yeah, I'm like, I, need I want him to get escorted out live TV. Yeah, like, I need like, him hey, fired. Hey, we some technical issues. Racism we, uh, and stuff is illegal in France. Like, you can get in trouble for that. That's I want to see him in handcuffs. sprinted down there yeah. to get the handshake and, and little uh, hey, uh, hey, officers, it's all good. Hopefully, Nuno da Costa got a check or something because you cape it real hard after yeah, that. Are you making jokes after two? You're I, I would have just, I would have literally, like if, it's all if, good. if it's a forgiveness, I would have just been like, it's all good, but let's just hope that something Nah, I'm not going to say it's all good. Nope. I'm not going to be, I'd be like, he said what? No, what if he talked to you after? I'd be like, yeah, that's, I'd be like, you said Come what? Come on, you, you swear. If he said that, he wouldn't apologize. You're not going to be flexing on him. Caesar. If he apologizes you, know what I'm gonna do? you're not going to flex on him if he says, hey, I'm a, honestly, I'm, my bad dog. I'll be like, okay, fault. all right. And then I'm going to keep it pushing. What else is going to be like taking a picture? Let's take a picture. Yeah, I'm the like, picture for what? corny. I'm like, for what? He probably begged for that. No, he probably didn't. He probably did not. Don't be talking about my, my cape. No, no, Dakota probably. Oh, oh no, let's take no, a picture, oh, man. No, 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 Caesar, no, no, Caesar you know there's coons out here. It's true. Thank you. You've called Pogba one. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hashtag say no to racism. <laughs> Why are you attacking okay, me? Okay, Caesar, let's go really fast. It's so late. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I just want to play with Duckman. <laughs> okay, Caesar. Um, it's really midnight. Okay. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, but no, I'm just joking. It's all good. We got to do what we got to do. The best podcast in the world. Hey, RP Nip. Um, did you hear about the women's national? The women's national team, um, they sued the USSF mafia for equal pay. They have not got it, but Luna Bar, a subsidiary of Cliff Bar, is saying that they're going to pay the difference for the women's national team in the World Cup so they get the same pay that men do during the World Cup. That's insanely dope they're and a go- damn shame that has to be like that. Yes. Um, they're going to be paying um, what it will amount to $31,250 per women's team player, which is 23 players, so that equals $718,750. That's what... Luna, the yes, I did the math. You know math? Oh, the calculator does. Um, okay. They're going to be paying almost a, uh, about three quarters of a million dollars to the women's national team, uh, so they can get equal pay with the men in the World Cup. Um, they said that we knew we had to do something and do it now. The food company said in a statement, and let's be clear: this isn't about bravery or determination which they rock in abundance, or even about the money. It's simply because, well, they deserve it. Everybody go out there and buy a, buy a box of Luna Bars. Yeah, and they do deserve it. And, and I, they absolutely do deserve it. And I'm actually happy because I do actually, that is my favorite ones to get. I like their cookie dough ones. That's, what's um, up. Uh, th- that's, that's honestly really awesome, but it's also a damn shame. 
that it's a damn shame that has to happen. Uh-huh. That, that, that's pathetic that it has to happen in this country where all we do is, is preach about freedom and equality and oh, yeah. things in life. It, that, that it takes another damn corporate company to step up and cover the tracks. Yeah. Um, the women's team sued the USSF Mafia and they said that the... Um, <laughs> the yeah, facts. You go so hard on that. That's, a, that's the name of, a t- of an episode. I forgot which one, though. Um, the, the, player, the female players are contending that their male counterparts receive better pay and working conditions that include training, coaching, medical care, travel accommodations, and game scheduling. So hopefully this shows that, like, people care. And that's yeah. really what's what's important. So $718,750 going to the women's national team players so they get the same amount as men in the World Cup. Uh, that's this summer. And um, one thing I did put, though, I wonder if there's some people that work for Cliff or Luna that's like, damn, dog, but what about your boy, though? <laughs> what if they're in fact, like, yo, I'm still getting 725 an hour. Yeah, put, I'm, still I'm, I'm still putting these, 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 the plastic on this bar. They're probably, they're giving them, what, what like, like Bass said to Casino. You know what, I hope what you're about wrong. Your boy? I hope you're wrong, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, me too, honestly, because that's really dope. Um, Caesar, let's, let's try to end this really fast. Um, Woohoo! Caesar, what do you think, real quick, about the Lakers not making the playoffs, dog? Um, you're I, a fake basketball guy. Um, I think I remember. I think I don't. I was the first. I think I actually wasn't surprised that they didn't make it because I remember when we all had that basketball preview, which actually we're gonna be doing. We need to do the po- the the postseason the playoffs, preview. Yeah. We're gonna do a playoffs about to start in I think a week. I a couple weeks. But no, we're gonna we, do, we can't do it. We're in the gonna be though. doing a, a playoff preview. We're gonna do a play. We're gonna make picks and everything. Uh, whatever. Okay, I'm done for that. Yeah, I can see All right. Yeah, we're gonna do picks and everything. Last time that I checked. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, no. so I just think that I, I remember when that for, that team was formulated. I mean, I was like, everybody started getting really happy about having you know Brandon Ingram and having uh, Kuzman. Uh, and uh, having Rajon Rondo, but I'm like, look, like you got Rajon Rondo, you got uh, Stevenson, and you got Javale McGee. How were those ever three people other than Rajon Rondo? Of course, they were, uh, NBA champion. Somebody you thought you were going to construe a championship team around. So Javale McGee, well, not dude? a championship, at least a playoff team. Yeah, but come, I know. But it's the West. You swore like this is the East. You can just go down. Did the West go hard? I think LeBron's been the West shut down is always go hard. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, uh, good. Do you think? Okay. Let's say the Lakers don't make the playoffs again next season. Do you think that changes LeBron's legacy a little bit? No. He literally can do no wrong right now. He's chilling. But I'm saying for you. No. No. They don't make the playoffs two years in a row with the Lakers? No. It's, uh, no. I don't think it changes legacy. I'm going to have to question him. No. no. Why would you have to? He's 35, because, because dude. I do what I do. He's 35. I does, he does this. I Are you kidding me? He's like one. He's one of like the, the. He got drafted out of Caesar. He got drafted out of high school, Caesar, man. Caesar, he's no Gary Payton. He, it doesn't matter. He's, he's no definitely Sean. not. He's done way more than Gary. He's Poop. no Sean Kemp. Listen, yo, Sean, don't even disrespect LeBron like that. <laughs> Hugging LeBron right James. I'm joking. Brought bro, a relax. chip to Ohio. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland. Home of Doughboy. We made a musical award. No one's has won nothing since the Sounders did. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Doughboy did win. We made a musical award. So, um, okay, Caesar. Did you you're, see Doughboy Music Awards? You're, you're struggling so bad, right? That's how I go now. <laughs> what? I leave on that note. Okay. Anyway, before we end the podcast, just want to say that um, obviously me and Caesar both grew up in Southern California. There was really tragic news March 31st. Uh, L.A.-based uh, hip-hop artist and entrepreneur Nipsey Hussle was murdered outside of one of his uh, stores in uh, on Crenshaw and Slauson. Uh, neither Caesar 
or I were like his biggest fan, but we did like some of his music and like we respected him a lot as an artist and an activist, I would say, and as an entrepreneur and somebody that wanted to do positive things in his community. Um, so tonight, well, I guess it's not tonight anymore, Wednesday night, we went to go see the memorial at uh, where he was murdered. Uh, we took the, it was about a 30 minute drive down there, 20 something miles uh, well, up there. Um, there was a lot of police, there was a lot of security, uh, but there was also a lot of people. We got there kind of late, they shut it down around 10, we got there about like 9.30. Yeah. Um, so they, they were just like turning some, the music off. And we got there about 9.30, there were still a lot of people there, there was a, a, lot of, a lot of emotions, definitely thick energy in the air. Um, there was just a shooting there at the place a couple nights after before we went um, the night before we went I think it was two nights before um, so yeah uh, Caesar, uh, Caesar you want to go ahead and say I, I got some stuff to say that, that I do remember the things I told you in the car that I'm going to say for the podcast so yeah but yeah but you know um, I don't really know how to explain it but it's just one of those things where you know I, I think that his death if you were to if you were to look back on it and tell me in the, in the past like oh like if Nipsey Hussle were to die tomorrow how would that affect you I'd probably just be honestly be like I mean it wouldn't be I mean I'd be sad someone died but it wouldn't affect me in, the, mm-hmm. in the, a lot but it's really crazy how someone who that it, it just meant a lot to me like I knew I knew how much it meant to me because I ne- like I said I never was a big fan of him I never really played Nipsey Hussle's music I like like a couple maybe three songs you said you like like four like um, I like real big last time that I checked. Rap in words and uh, and no no and and uh, hold on, um, oh grinding on my life, grinding on my life. <laughs> I like grinding on my life. I like killer. You know, I like I like some of the songs. Real big go hard with Marsha Ambrosius. Okay, real uh, big. <laughs> all right, so you know when 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 I found out he died, it was one of those things. I was it was like whoa, and it allowed me to to. Really go back and do a lot of research. You know, I really think that night. I never forget that night. I was, I literally went on that Wikipedia heavy and and, and just googling hard. I just want to see everything he did. I really did. Yeah. Um. And when I started to read the things that he did, and I wasn't reading the things he did off of like BuzzFeed or whatever, just something like like reading it from like local news and mm-hmm. local pages. Like some pages I found were like web pages that were made by people who just live in the city mm. and just writing little small blogs about it. Like. That's that to me is essentially like I'm gonna keep it real. What he did is what I've kind of subconsciously always aspired to do in my life in terms of what you want to do for your neighborhood, your community. You know, um, um, of course we're not from the same neighborhood community, but definitely not. But but where, but where I'm from, where I live, I would love to do anything I can to impact those in the neighborhood, to help them out, <laughs> and true. not even here. And also, it reminds me just thinking about when I used to go home to Brazil, like how much it felt like how much I would like to leave something there. Because often in life, you know, we go through places that we've dealt with so much adversity. We've yeah. come through, risen above, and people just go off to the sunshine and move to a mansion in West uh, in West L.A. Brazil and it's all Beach. good. They go buy a mansion right next to Blueface where he's a gangbang at and they just continue their lives. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, is that this man, like, no matter what, like, he, 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 he... When we went there, you know what it was awesome to me? This is real. It wasn't like extravagant. It wasn't like super like 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 bougied out. It wasn't no, no. like flowers and everything. You know what it was? It was just it was the same thing but 
his touch on it. He he and could he tell owned it. he owned it. It was you could tell someone just like had money. And they bought this and they own this. Like he talked and he talked about building the barbershop there. Talking about building the seafood there. Whatever. Like you could tell he there was his things, his touches on there. And no matter what you say, no matter what, how you feel about people in the area and what they do and the life they live, he impacted them in in a positive right. way. Yeah. Like. And all, everybody can assume what is going to be right for people in the hood. You can assume that more education is good for them. You can yeah. assume uh, making them play basketball, whatever is good for them. That doesn't matter. What Nipsey went and did is he went, he invested money back into his community. Yeah. He created jobs in his community. Often in life, the, the, we have presidents that run and run multi-million-dollar campaigns. Talking and boasting about these jobs it created that we don't physically see, touch, or hear. You can talk about, oh, I made 300,000 jobs. I don't know wh- where. I don't Sounds see like it. Cap. You say it. Nipsey can be like, Nipsey can literally be like, I made 10 jobs. That's massive to me. 10? 10 people could have just went and had work and not had work before. That's creating something. That's building something. And yeah. that's beautiful. And the saddest part about it is that. In this life, in this world we live in, you can still do all these things, and just like that, one person can end it for you. Yeah, you get and, killed and, by and male insecurity. Male insecurity. And, and, you know, me and you were throwing out assumptions of what happened and thinking about what happened, you know, when he passed away. And honestly, just this way is even whacker to me because it's very, like very like Nipsey did so much that he deserved better than that. Yeah. No one deserves to die, but... Like I told you, when, I was, murdered, we, yeah. when we left the visual, I was walking back and I said, I was like, I feel like he, he earned more respect than that. And the yeah, way sure. it, it's just sad, you know, it breaks my heart. And I'm I'm glad I went because it, it was like you said, it was a little like thick. It, it felt like it was like thick it's energy, like yeah. humid, like it's weird, huh? Like yeah. it was like a different the air was different in that space. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, he was the dude killed him. It was male insecurity. He's in his feelings, and and I've always said that the most dangerous force in the world is male insecurity. Um, it's a male with a gun. Yeah, it, it, that's it's insecure. insecure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a shame. You know, like the the cool things about Nipsey Hussle, like this is this is a, one of the things in his videos, like his songs, like in his videos, like the the thing that you can just tell, like he's so LA. <laughs> He always doing the bop in there. Right? He, <laughs> he is. He was, he, he's, he's doing the bop. He's doing in the bopping, and his legs are always like this. LA his feet is always bop. out. Oh, LA yeah, dudes got a bop. They don't they, be in the videos standing there. No, 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 no. LA dudes bop. Yo, they got. But they don't be just stand like Future stand there. Drake kind of move around or whatever. Then he do his dances. He do the LA dudes bop. They got a bop, and they don't just be standing there, dog. They got to be like. And it don't make you know <laughs> that's what makes you gangster. If you got a no. what's that? What Mac the gangsters don't dance, they boogie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the episode name. <laughs> and also, um, Nipsey Hussle was a big part of like unifying different gangs and trying to get the gangs to stop feuding with each other, having like real beef in the streets, killing each other. And I think one of the big things that he did was like, look, I come from this background. As a crip, I'm going to show y'all like how, not like how little it means, but like how like, let's get past how all we're that, past like banging this. that stuff. He, we don't he, need this Caesar, to become better. You know, Caesar, me and Caesar know that the thing you can't do, like, okay, like if you're a blood or you're a crip, you can wear like a shirt with the color in there. Like it's whatever. Nobody's really tripping. The thing that you don't do 
is put on the brim. He would wear a red hat. And he I'm like, he went all out. That's when you know, because they were like, yo, hey, dog, like, you can't be wearing Can you imagine the first reaction? Like, hey, hey. They're like, whoa, you Who going you hard. Who <laughs> you win? That's where you know, like, yeah. he's like, yo, because, like, that's like a big no no. Like, yeah, you could, the shirt could have something in there, whatever. But, like, wearing the red hat is like wearing a rag almost. Yeah. And he would do that. And I think, like, that for me, when I first seen that one of his videos, whatever, I'm like, damn, like, that's somebody who's like, we're trying to move forward and do something for real and forget like this stuff, the way we grew up or whatever. Like we're trying to build something for real here in this, these neighborhoods. It's all kinds of games. We, we know about how LA is, how Southern California is in general. It's, it's like, you know, being black and raised in, in, in Los Angeles County or Southern California, you know what pressures there are in your life. You know what's going on, whether you come from a privileged background or not. Yeah, there's like a you. certain, there's a certain path that relax. There's a certain, there's a certain path. Don't forget immigrant though. There's a certain path that everyone has to take and everyone has to follow with. What I can always respect is that I've always been the kind of person It's not just for Nipsey, it's applied across the board. I don't really care what you did in the past. I don't care what happened or what you were doing or what was going on to an extent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to an extent. I mean, like, come on, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, if you're doing that, that, then I'm calling yeah, cops first. No Adam Johnsons. Yeah, no, 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 none of that, that wild stuff. But if, you know, you're banging on whatever you're doing in your life to get to where you have to do, I'm not that guy to be like, shut you down. I'm not going to give you a voice. I want to listen to you. I understand. Yeah. I respect you. But what's more important is that he reached a certain point and then he realized, like, you don't need to do this. Like, I don't need everybody to follow me to be doing this too. Like, be banging if everybody, if all these people other. love and respect me, like, I want them to show them that this is what you can do. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to, you know, I'd be love this. I'd love to see a really great documentary come out because I have, I would love to see, like, what more. Maybe, maybe there's perhaps, one, one maybe perhaps that trip you talk about that he went, maybe that impacted. Who knows? Like, there's love to see more. Yeah. And, um, he was a good dude. Yeah. I, I hate to be, like, rambling on, but it's just, yeah. like, it's, 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 no, shut up. Uh, you rambled on earlier a lot. Uh, <laughs> I just really, I, I don't know, man. It just it, it meant a lot to me. And I, I wish I wish nothing but the best. And I think for the future, looking forward as the kids grow up, especially the youth that are like into the music or doing their thing or coming up right now, or even not into music, just trying to build something themselves in life. They look at him as an example of you know the right path to take and what to do, creating something good, establishing your wealth as he was talking about, building your wealth, get, investing it back into the community. If you can grow along with the community, that's a beautiful way to grow. Sadly, Streets got no love, and he was murdered by somebody he knew. Streets got no love. Isn't that um, a damn shame? And, now, and and before you go, before we cut this off, cut the conspiracy shit out. Well, that's not gonna happen. Cut but, just just cut it out though. I want to know. I want to know that I said that today. That's okay. it. Okay. I'm gonna say keep with the conspiracies. No, what? Okay. What? Uh, no, but uh, yeah. So I don't know what happened. So he, job. Okay. Damn. You, you need to go sleep. Uh, but yeah, he was a good dude, and uh, Caesar. Oh, Caesar and I went to his memorial and we'll probably end up going back uh, I want to go back maybe we'll go with different people um, he was important and you know it's really cool to see somebody make it in the music industry he's very like basically independent he just had a deal with a major label just for um, this last album Victory Lap which is a banger um, his music's not for everybody obviously um, but yeah us being we record out of Southern California we both grew up here we both know the culture in Southern California um, not we didn't grow up in like LA like where he is it's very different from where we grew up but it's still like part of the same you know 
I didn't still, go. I didn't go over there and been like, oh, what the hell? Like it no, didn't no, feel it's, foreign. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You know um, what I mean? It just, I just knew it was a new neighborhood. But I ain't from LA though. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's just a different neighborhood. But yeah. it was one of those things where I. But you know what it is. No, for sure. Um, I hope they know what it is. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So anyway, we made a podcast episode one on one. I don't know like what the video is going to be. Maybe Jesus it was probably no video. No, <laughs> no, we'll see. I think I can cut it. But we you made know, a podcast yeah. episode one hundred and one. Subscribe everywhere. Um, check out Tiki Talker Podcast and holla at us. Oh, and also uh, you're hearing uh, one of Nipsey Hussle songs and then in the beginning was also a Nipsey Hussle beat as well. Cheer! That was weird. Shut up. Go in and out, in and out.